I am Melinda, the host of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. I am an attorney who put fear aside and dove headfirst into doing the work to become sober. Have you also let fear hold you back from becoming sober? Have you been worried that becoming sober will affect your career or just your everyday life? Or are you already sober and just want to listen to another professional sober woman navigate through sobriety and share stories and advice learned along the way? If so, this is the podcast for you. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite mocktail and let's get to work. Welcome back to another episode of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Today, I want to talk about shame and shame while drinking. Yes, the same shame that I tried to avoid thinking about and talking about for years. When I was drinking, I felt a lot of shame. I was embarrassed with the fact that I had to wonder all the time if I had a problem. I was embarrassed by the fact and felt shame that I couldn't have just one and that I wasn't able to moderate. I was embarrassed and shamed by the fact that I knew I had to quit and I was worried that people would think less of me at work and think, oh, well, if she has an issue, maybe she's not good at her job and that it affected my job and my performance. I felt shame in general because I was able to go to happy hours and see other people that I worked with in the legal profession have one, two drinks at happy hour and seem as if they had everything together where one or two drinks was never what I wanted. I would want to go home and have more. And I felt shame because I felt that I had to keep it a secret. I knew that I needed help. I knew that it was something that I couldn't sustain yet. I did it and kept it a secret. And I was constantly in a cycle of shaming myself and feeling what's wrong with me. Why am I not able to be a normal drinker? Why, you know, I'm a smart person. I have a great degree. I have a prominent career. Why am I not able to control my drinking? And it really held me back from quitting. It made me not want to address it because I just was worried about what it would look like if I did. But what's interesting is that shame for me didn't stop there. I Once I got to the point where something had to give, I could not keep doing what I was doing and sustain the drinking and be successful in my life. But forget about success in my life or my career. I couldn't sustain my life. I just knew that I was on a downward spiral and that it would only get worse. And when I finally did decide to quit, I was hopeful that the shame would be behind me. But as I quit, I came into shame in different ways. I, even though, you know, I put a lot of effort and I, and to say put a lot of effort is really undermining all the work I did, but I did a lot of hard work to get myself to a place where I was sober and I was like navigating my way through sobriety, trying to learn new ways of life and stuff that I just was unfamiliar with, I felt shame. I felt shame because I was like, wow, people, if I go out to go out to a happy hour, they're like, oh, do you want a drink? And can I buy you a drink? And I have to say no. And then it's like, well, what do I tell them? I felt was shamed. I didn't want to be perceived as a stereotypical alcoholic. I didn't want to say, oh, hi. Yeah. Even though I seem to have myself all together, I have a drinking problem. I felt a lot of shame in the fact that I had to quit. 
I felt that it was embarrassing that it had gotten to the point where I had to remove it completely from my life. So when I first quit drinking, I definitely felt that shame about having to quit. But as time progressed, I became much more familiar and the shame turned to pride. I was very proud of the fact that I had quit drinking. I am today very proud of the fact that I quit drinking because I will say this again, and probably later in the episode, there's no shame in saving your own life. And I really believe that's what I did. But the shame again took on a different form. And the shame would be what would hit me as I'm walking down the street out of nowhere. And all of a sudden I would have a flashback. I would have a moment where things that I had said things that I had done would come rushing back into my mind and I wouldn't expect it. It would blindside me. And then I felt shamed. I felt shameful that I was a grown woman who had put myself in situations where I would speak more and talk about things that I would never talk about sober when I had been drinking. I would think back of ways that I had acted, the way that I had treated people, the ways that my life was becoming because of my drinking. And I had a hard time really preventing that because it would hit me out of nowhere. I would even wake up some mornings and have recollection of a dream about it. So that was definitely hard for me because I had to learn to address and face the fact that even though I had quit drinking and was sober, there was like the ghost of drinking's past, which is following me around and constantly making me feel shame as to what I had done before. When I was really starting to feel this, one thing that I leaned to in my sobriety in general was reading and was learning new things about personal growth. And that involved a lot of books, a lot of different topics that I normally had never had interest in. And I decided to take a deep dive into shame. And I did some research on that and found that one of the leading experts in shame, but also with shame and drinking, was Dr. Brene Brown. And she quickly became an absolute favorite of mine. I could not read her books quick enough. I highly, highly recommend reading her books because they are so informative and you just really get new perspectives as to why you feel the shame that you feel. And after reading multiple of her books about shame, I really started to apply what she was teaching to the shame I felt while drinking, the shame I felt when I first quit, and the shame I still sometimes experience with flashbacks. And really helped me kind of curtail that and how to address it and how to minimize it. So I really want to share that with you because I wish this was something that I knew about before I had quit drinking because I think that if I had taken the time to really address the shame that I was feeling rather than hiding and suppressing it, I think that I would have quit a lot sooner. So one thing that I think is important to address is like, what is shame? Shame and I, a lot of what I'm my definitions and strategies, like I said, came from Dr. Brene Brown. So one thing that she stresses is that shame is more of an internal feeling about you, not about what you have done. It's more questioning, why am I like this? Why am I bad? Why? A reflection of you as a person. And I definitely felt that is the feeling that I that I was feeling about my drinking, where it wasn't, I felt bad because I necessarily drank. It was why am I this person? This is making me a bad person. I felt unworthy. I felt like I didn't deserve 
more than I didn't deserve to feel loved. I deserved to feel like garbage and that the drinking was a reflection of who I was as a person. And a lot of times people will say, oh, you just feel guilty, you know, in hindsight. But no, like shame and guilt are regularly confused where guilt is more, oh, I feel bad that I did something. I feel bad more about a action as opposed to myself. And I was definitely letting the drinking and the shame and the feelings that I felt affect my, I saw it as my identity. I saw myself as a drinker, as somebody that could not get out of her own way and that it was just basically who I was. And I felt I, to the point where looking in the mirror was definitely tough for me. And Dr. Brene Brown focuses on shame needing three things to survive, secrecy, silence, and judgment. And all three were definitely present when I was drinking and also when I quit drinking and even about, you know, the flashbacks that I've been having. And in terms of the secrecy, there was a lot of secrecy in my drinking. Uh, There was a lot of trying to hide it from people, from finding out, from my personal home life, from finding out. I tried to keep it to myself. I kept the fact that I knew I had a problem and needed help. I didn't seek any help because I was afraid. I was worried of what people would think. And I kept it to myself. I kept it secret. I silenced it. I silenced the voice that thought I was worthy of getting help. And I judged myself. Like the judgment was unreal. And I kept myself in this sick, like cyclical feelings and actions because I was secret about it and kept it to myself. And also when I quit drinking initially, I was not sharing with others that I had quit drinking. I would say, oh, I'm on like a cleanse or I'm on a health kick and whatnot. I just, I minimized the hard work that I was doing and the by keeping it secret made it worse. I felt like I was hiding something, that me being sober was something I needed to hide. And that was definitely tough on me. And when Brene Brown talks about shame, she talks about how do you break this cycle? How do you get out of the shame? Which, God, I wish I knew this earlier, was to talk about my feelings, be aware of triggers, define self-worth, learn to reframe your shame and let go. So I really dove deep into trying to address my shame and to get rid of it. One thing that I did that was very helpful was therapy. We'll say this. I think therapy, everyone could use a therapist. I don't care if you have an addiction issue, no addiction. Therapy is a gem. So I started dealing, talking to my therapist about it. I started to really deep diving into why did I feel the shame? Why did I let that shame hold me back? Why do I feel like I need to be keep it a secret that I'm sober? Why do I feel that I'm going to be judged and that people don't need to know or shouldn't know that I was sober? All I was doing was perpetuating the feeling of being broken, feeling isolated and feeling alone when I didn't have to do that or need to do that. I also learned how to let go and forgive myself. There's a point where, you know, there's that quote that there's a reason that the rear view mirror is smaller than the windshield because you got to give yourself, there's got to come to a point where you have to let it go. You have to learn to forgive yourself because you cannot punish yourself for the rest of your life for decisions that you made. And I had to keep reminding myself that I took the biggest act of self-care and self-respect when I quit drinking. And that while behaviors had happened in the past, yes, I had done really bad things and I had said really awful things, but I had to let it go because I am moving forward and I can't let this past feelings and negative shame hold me there because I'm never going to improve my life or be able to continue to be sober. 
I also started to journal a lot, which I, in the beginning of sobriety, wasn't really into journaling. But I found that journaling really helped me because if I was nervous about outwardly sharing and having conversations with people about it, I would, I carry a journal with me and I always am jotting down tips that things that I think would help me and what my issues are and working through them. And that has been a great help for me. Another thing that has helped me is community. I really had an online sober community of like-minded women that I was able to share my feelings with and see that I wasn't alone, that this wasn't something that I had to keep secret anymore, and that there are a group of other people out there that will help you get through the feeling that you're unworthy and will help you with the shame because and realize you are not alone. There's no need to isolate yourself. But I also learned to lean into my family. My drinking had done a lot of damage in my relationships and that was something that was hard to face. But I think that part of gaining their trust back and to also gain the trust back for myself is that I started to have conversations with uh, my significant other about, you know, the shame that I was feeling and the way that I felt isolated. And by doing that with him definitely made me feel and see, I don't, I'm not alone, that this is something that I can accomplish. So I really hope that today's episode helps you in terms of, you know, shame. I really wish that I had, again, read and looked into it sooner because while I do still sometimes have flashbacks and feelings about it, I now know the way to address it and I don't internalize it anymore and isolate myself. So thank you again for listening to today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Did you like the conversation and what you heard and want to hear more? Well, make sure to subscribe and follow Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. But also, if you have any ideas of future episodes, please email podcastwomenswork at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.